Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Guys, I'm officially on tour. I am so excited to hang out with you, but I need you to know this tour is a little different than anything you might have heard me or seen me do before. Still love Jesus, but I cuss a little, and that's what's gonna happen tonight, so get ready. Usually when I speak publicly, it's about how to grow and become a better version of yourself, and yes, I want to talk about that. Don't tell me that you can't do difficult things because that is one teeny tiny example of something that men will never have to deal with. But more than anything, I want to laugh. It's honestly been a really hard year for me and my kids. I just want to tell stories with my friends and laugh until we pee our pants a little bit. The second thing we're going to do is a live Q&A. Oh yeah, no, if you raise your hands, like you're in. <laughs> we get to learn and understand more about ourselves when we hear someone else's stories. The third thing that's different about this tour is that every single location has a bar. I wanted to have a girls night out. I wanted to have a place where you could get your sister, call your mama, get your neighbor from down the street, and you could come out and you could have a glass of cheap wine and you could watch a show and laugh and have fun and meet new people. The fourth thing, don't bring your husband. <gasps> yeah, don't, I said it. If you got a husband that will laugh about period jokes, bikini waxes, mom stories, bring him on down. If you're not sure if your man thinks that's funny, he doesn't. Come by yourself and make friends. Treat yourself to a night where you are dating you. It's gonna be a lot of fun. That is my number one intention with this tour is that I want to have fun and I know that we will. So check out the show notes to get a link to upcoming cities. We got Phoenix, Salt Lake City, Boston, and Toronto coming up. More cities will be added. Again, check out the show notes. Put the word out. Love you. I'll see you soon. If you are disconnected, if you are misaligned with who you want to become in the future, if you don't have a clear vision like, Oh, future Becky, future Tyler, future Michael, 
this is what he does. This is what they do. This is how she shows up. If you don't know that super clearly, then you have nothing to guide your current existence. You'll make decisions that will make current Rachel, current Michael, current Tyler the happiest. And unfortunately, we rarely make decisions for the current version of us that's going to be really great for the future version of us. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Hi, guys. It's Rach. Welcome to another episode of the show. Thank you so much for hanging out. I hope this finds you... I hope this finds you having a fantastic freaking day. I hope that you are blessed with an overabundance. I hope you're feeling energy and super high vibes. Maybe you're coming back from the gym. Maybe you're on your way to work. Whatever it is, I hope it finds you well. And if it doesn't, if by chance you came here because you were like, girl, I need you to lift me up. I need some of your energy. I promise to through osmosis or, you know, through something. I'm going to give you some good vibes today while you listen, while you hang out, while we have this conversation. I'm super excited to talk about this. And I'm going to be honest, I think this is the eighth time I have tried to start this podcast. I'm super hoping that this one works. I keep starting again because I'm so excited about the topic that I'm doing that thing where I'm not explaining it very well and I'm, maybe like I am right now, jabbering off in a direction and I just, I keep starting over because I want to make sure that I'm clearly getting this across. The intention behind the show is to help you, well, one, to have a really clear vision of who you are becoming. That's one. Okay, let's start there. That's what I want. I want you to know who it is you want to be when you grow up. And I don't care if you're 62, okay? I want you to be like, this is who I am right now. Real talk. I'm looking in the mirror, staring, you know, nakedly at my truth. This is who I am. But two, this is like where I'm going. This is who I am becoming because there is no way that you are here hanging out with me on this podcast or watching this on YouTube, if you're like, yep, I'm 37 and this is who I am all the way, all the way into the grave. Like there's, there's no way. I tend to attract people like me who are just totally imperfect, but we're trying our freaking best to become a better version of ourselves every day. 
But you can't become a better version of yourself if you haven't thought through what a better version of you looks like, acts like, how they show up in the world. So like, that's what I want. I want us to have a clear vision of where we are going. But I've done a lot of episodes on that. I've, I wrote a whole freaking book about it. It's called Girl Stop Apologizing. Go get it from your library. I have talked about that a ton. But I assume that most of y'all have that idea. You, you know who it is you want to be. You know who it is you want to be, or you've at least got some concept of like, this is where I'm headed. So what I want to do is just make sure for this community, some of y'all have been with me for 10 years plus. Some of you guys have come to a RISE conference. Some of you have come to more than one conference. You are in it. You are my ride or dies. Maybe you're brand new. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. But for this community that is filled with leaders all over the world, leaders, mamas, preachers, CEOs, college students, entrepreneurs, vice presidents, people that are starting nonprofits, like we have every kind of person here. But if there is a through line, I think it's that every single one of us is leading out in some area of our lives. And we're trying to figure out how to do that better. We're trying to figure out how to better influence ourselves so that we can better influence other people. And assuming that's you, today's episode is about reigniting the passion that you have for the future version of yourself. I came up with this idea for today's show because I just had to do this recently where I felt like I needed to reignite the spark of passion for future rage. I have to do this several times a year and I work in this field. Like this is what I do. So if I have to constantly reignite my passion and my excitement for the future, chances are maybe you might need some of these tricks to do this for yourself in your own life. So I was just going to literally walk you through some of the things I think about when I know where I'm going, I know where I'm headed, I know what I want to do, but I'm feeling misaligned. And how I would describe misalignment in my life is things are slipping. Like I'm not being as dedicated as I know I should be. I'm not staying as clearly on the path. I'm maybe being lackadaisical in areas where I should be going all in. I may be like kind of losing ground over here. When I am passion-filled and excited and walking in purpose and like clearly focused on where I'm going, it's very easy to know what to do next. It's very easy to know what to do next because everything becomes this or that, black or white, yes or no, go or stop. When you have really clear focus and when you're really excited about where that focus is going to take you, you don't question things. You're not like, mm, should I go to the gym? You don't even think about it. You're just like doing the things. And I don't know about you, but 
uh, there's so many decisions that I need to make on a daily basis because I'm not just making decisions for myself. I make decisions for four children. I make decisions for multiple employees, for freelancers, for all sorts of different people who work with me. I make decisions that then affect other people's lives. So all day long, I'm like, people are, Rach, do you want this? Do you want this? What color? What's happening here? You literally get decision fatigue. Your brain starts to use all of its energy and power trying to like answer all of these questions in a given day. And I'm never going to be like Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs and decide to fight decision fatigue by wearing a black turtleneck for the rest of my life. So I have to get my clarity in other places. I want to make things as easy as possible. And there is nothing that I want to make as easy to achieve as the habits and the daily choices that will help pull me closer to who I want to become. So that's what this is about. That's what we're talking about today. I guess, you know, yeah. We have to start with, I mean, the place I always start with you guys, which is the finish line. Do you have a clear vision of who you want to become when you grow up? Now, I have an entire episode about this. Episode 72 of the podcast is a full guided meditation where I help you to imagine and envision your future. And you should get some idea of how long I've been talking about this if we're on episode 400 and something high. And that was episode 72. I've been talking about this for a while. So you can go back and listen to that episode. If you still have a start today journal, because I know some of you have start today journals that you have not used. Some of you haven't even opened your journal or maybe you stopped using it after a while. That would be a great tool to pull back out. In episode 72, when I'm talking about the vision, I tell you how to do the start today practice without having a journal at all. So hopefully you will pull that back into your morning routine if it's not currently part of your life. But just the headline on any of it is do you know where you're going? There's a scripture in the Bible that says, without vision, the people perish. Vision sometimes is too big of a word for people. It overwhelms them. So let's just say it in a simpler term. Do you have a goal? Do you have a goal for your life? Do you have a goal for the next six months, the next year, the next five years? Lots of people, women especially, will tell me, oh, well, I'm just not a goal kind of person. I'm not a goal-oriented person. And I call BS. Humans by nature, animals by nature are goal oriented. The question really is just which goal are you trying to fulfill? The question is, are you pursuing a goal that makes your life better in the future? Or are you pursuing a goal that makes your current life more comfortable? And look, we all get to decide. That's the beauty of being a human being. We decide, hey, this is not a season where I'm able to pursue something more. This is a season where I'm going to hunker down and try and keep my head above water. But the reason at some point you've got to come back to a future-oriented goal is because if we are disconnected 
from goals that pull us towards the future, we will make really crappy decisions in our present. Let me say it again. If you are disconnected, if you are misaligned with who you want to become in the future, if you don't have a clear vision like, oh, future Becky, future Tyler, future Michael, this is what he does. This is what they do. This is how she shows up. If you don't know that super clearly, then you have nothing to guide your current existence. You'll make decisions that will make current Rachel, current Michael, current Tyler the happiest. And unfortunately, we rarely make decisions for the current version of us that's going to be really great for the future version of us because your current self is going to gravitate toward what makes you comfortable, what makes you happy, what's going to fulfill you. And yeah, yeah, I wish that we could just go through life and only choose things that would give us the most pleasure in this current moment. But I think then we would be like the characters on WALL-E who like fly around in those little spaceship things because all we've done is indulge ourselves so much that we can no longer walk. I'm kidding. But for real, if you're disconnected from where you want to go, you're only going to make decisions that help you to circle your current location. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash hosting. Guys, no two listeners of the show are exactly alike, which means that no two vacations you take are going to be exactly alike either. 
And if you're looking for a place that will serve all of you, Texas has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. I love Texas so much, I moved my family there for five years. Because here's the deal, Texas has it all. Are you a beach person? We got you. If you love a rugged vacation, not my jam, but there's plenty of campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. My favorite part about Texas the food. It is the thing I miss the absolute most. Whether you love barbecue or Tex-Mex or just want to be in cities that take their food very seriously. You can enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own. One more quick thing on this topic is if you've never done this before, if you've never gone through envisioning a future life for yourself or your family, how you might better show up in your community, who you might be, like if you've never done that, It can either be super exciting or really overwhelming. And if you are the kind of person where it feels pretty overwhelming to imagine something big, start with something simple. Pick an area of tension in your life and just imagine if this no longer existed, if I no longer had this piece of tension in my life, how much better would I feel? Maybe it's like you hurt your ankle Two years ago, you stepped off the curb wrong, you hurt your ankle, you know that you should be doing physical therapy, you're not doing it because you don't want to make time, it costs money, all this stuff, but that hurt ankle is affecting your life in a bunch of other ways, right? You really wanted to do that 5K with your sister, but you can't because of the ankle. You really want to take the dog on walks because you can't because of the ankle. You're really falling pretty far out of shape because of the ankle. Like The ankle becomes this one little thing that has these great ripple effects in every area of your life. And I think for most of us, these pieces of tension, the stuff we avoid and don't want to deal with, always have much greater ripple effects than we give them credit for. So if you just picked one thing, if your vision was like, you know what, by this time next year, I want my ankle to be totally rehabbed. I want to be able to do anything I need to do on this ankle. I'm going to commit to finally doing the work to get myself healthy in the way that I need to be. Just start with that one small area of your life. You don't have to go big, grandiose. I'm going to be, you know, the president of Brazil. You just got to like pick one thing that would be made better if you made it a goal and achieved it. And the beauty is once you begin to make strides towards that goal, It starts to expand your view and suddenly you're like, oh, dang, okay, well, what else? What else could I do? What else might I add to my goals? So start small and stack if casting a huge wide vision makes you feel overwhelmed. Now, you have your vision. Let's talk about a hard truth. We, as human beings, are either taking steps to get closer 
to our dream life or we are taking steps to avoid the parts of our current life that we do not like. We're either getting closer to the vision that we have of who we want to become or we are doing things to mute, distract, numb ourselves from the parts of our life that we do not like. My guess is that many of you listening to this, myself included at times, or many of you watching this probably have a current life where if you are super honest with yourself, you could find one or two or three or more areas of your life where you're making decisions to avoid it, to mute it, to distract, to numb, rather than deal with it. If you need a book on this topic, The War of Art by Pressfield. I mean, I've told you guys a million times to read this book. I know if you pick it up and you're like, well, it's about creativity and I don't really know. Trust me, that book should be required reading for all human beings. The gist of it is that we every single day have to wake up and essentially battle one thing. And the one thing that we are battling is resistance. We are battling our resistance to doing the thing we know we should do. How many of us will lose the battle of resistance is that we will numb ourselves, we'll have a cigarette, we'll have some alcohol, we'll look at porn, we'll gossip with our friends, we'll scroll social media for the next six hours. We will do these things that the world will tell us is our way of relaxing. This is me time. This is self-care. This is my way of, you know, turning my brain off, right? And certainly there are times and and moments and like all the things where you're like, oof, I have got to just take a minute and step back. It becomes a problem when the thing that you are doing to take a break is actually disconnecting you or disassociating you from your actual reality, number one. And when that disassociation becomes a habit in your life. I have done this in the past with fiction books. Like I'm such a book nerd. And I can tell you when my two oldest kids were little, I had two, they're 20 months apart and they were small and I was working and I just like so much that, and I would obsessively read, obsessively read. I know some of you can understand that idea that I would start a book and I would stay up until two o'clock in the morning. Like I couldn't stop reading it until it was done. It was, it would, remember I talked about those ripple effects, like then I'm exhausted the next day, then I'm not able to show up as the kind of mom I want to be. I can't show up at work the way I want to be. Like I just kept making these choices. I now look back and I'm like, oh, I was disassociating. I was 100% putting my brain into a fantasy world so that I did not have to deal with my very real life. And I couldn't see that at the time because I didn't understand those two things. Like, is this something that I'm using for pleasure? 
am I still like in my current life enjoying this moment or am I using this thing to leave my current life and now am I doing it every day and now am I in my real life already daydreaming about getting the kids in bed so that I can get back to this fantasy life. How many of you are in the middle of a work day and you're like, oh my God, I cannot wait to get home and crack a beer. I cannot wait to get to happy hour with my friends. I cannot wait to get to Saturday. I'm just trying to get through this work. I'm just, if you are ever in a moment in your life over and over and over thinking, I'm just going to get through this thing by fantasizing about what I'm going to use to numb myself from how much I hate this current thing. Y'all, that should set off every freaking alarm, bell, whistle, red flag that you've got. I remember when we were in lockdown at the beginning of 2020. And we would all do those Zoom calls, right? You'd like get a cocktail and you'd call your friends. You'd all Zoom and you'd talk about life. And I remember being on one of those calls with my friend Sammy, who's just this wise woman and incredible. She'll throw out these like little nuggets that we'll all chew on for years. But I remember Sammy was talking about, you know, that the cities were slowly being reclaimed by nature and you would see the animals coming back into the cities and just all these things. And we were all slowing down for the first time in ages. And I remember Sam said, it just makes me wonder what are we being distracted from? It was the first time for so many of us that we were really present in our lives and present and and aware. And she's like, it just makes me think of all the things in our life that we have to distract us and what are we being distracted from? So I'd love for you to be mindful of any area of your life that you're just getting through and that you're getting through it by fantasizing about the thing you're gonna use to numb the pain of the fact that you had to get through it. To me, being healthy is really grounded in nutrition. Honestly, what I eat and what my kids eat is super important to how we live our lives. It's why I love a company like Thrive Market because Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So when I go online and I use their on-site filters, I can figure out exactly my lifestyle needs and trust that what I'm getting from Thrive Market is what I want to take into my body. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash rach thrivemarket.com slash rach
This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. If you can feel the pain, you can fix the pain. But if you keep numbing yourself, if you won't let yourself feel the discomfort, feel how much you don't want this, if you are super stressed out because you're in a relationship that sucks, your boyfriend's the worst, and you know it deep in your heart, you know you should not be with this guy, but you also don't really want to be alone and, you know, summer's coming up and maybe you want someone to go on vacation with. And so you don't want to be really honest about what's actually happening in your life. So you drink, you go out on the weekends, you guys have drinks and then you're fun and you're flirty and you could ignore the fact that you fight every other second of the day, right? Or maybe you hate your job. Maybe your boss is the absolute worst and, you go get high every night and every weekend and you use that as this crutch to help you ignore the fact that you hate your job. But if you did not have the crutch, you would have to heal the thing you're using the crutch for. See, we have been taught to avoid pain at all cost, but feeling the pain is how you know what to fix. So I would challenge you, if there is an area in your life where you know you are reaching for something to numb, to avoid, to disassociate, who is a bitch, but don't let yourself do it. If you had to deal with your crappy job and you didn't have your coping mechanism if you weren't going to go get high later as soon as you got home, if that, if you just had to go home and be like, well, this is the worst, maybe you'd start brushing up your resume. Maybe you'd start looking for another job. Maybe you'd finally finish that course that you signed up for so that you could learn how to do digital marketing so that you could be a freelancer for other people and work from wherever you wanted. If you can feel the pain, you can fix the pain. But remember, we're either getting closer to the vision we have of our future or we're doing things to numb ourselves to the part of our current life that we don't like very much. The parts of your current life that you do not like are the leverage you need to motivate yourself. How many times have you guys asked me, how many times? How many times you're like, I just got to get motivated. Rach, how do I get motivated? What do I need? I need to get motivated. And I have answered this in a million different ways. But let me tell you, you want some motivation to not do a thing anymore? Let it get painful. Let it get painful. When I was 16 years old, my friend Kim 
got a bottle of tequila. I don't even remember the brand, but I do remember it was in a plastic bottle. So that should tell you how how luxurious it was. And we decided we were going to do tequila shots because we were idiots. And I mean, I thought we were going to die. We had never had drinks before and we drank whatever terrible thing was in that bottle. We were violently ill. I mean, call an ambulance. Jesus, take me home. Like we were so sick. We puked. It came out of every, it it was a whole, if you've ever been that sick, you understand. For a solid, I mean, it's got to be 15 years. If I saw a bottle of tequila, I would, uh, the, I would um, throw up in my mouth. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. If I saw tequila, I would get so sick. I would throw up, let alone smell it. Oh my, I, I, it was a whole thing. And if you've ever been that sick, like if I ask you right now, what is the one liquor that you had that you got sick to yourself? Like most people are like, it was Schmirnoff. It was Mike's Hard Lemonade. It was whatever. The point is that I don't need anybody to motivate me to not drink tequila. For 15 years, nobody had to help me. Nobody had to motivate me. I didn't need any momentum that I just, it was, I had the greatest leverage in the world, which was pain. I had experienced such terrible pain that I refused to ever go back. If you've ever been in a relationship with a terrible person and you come out the other side, you're like, I'm not going to, I might mess up in some other ways, but I'm never going back there because it sucks so bad. If you've ever struggled financially, struggled financially to the point where something terrible happened, where you didn't have the resources that you needed, or your car got repossessed, or you were embarrassed because your credit card was declined when you were trying to buy groceries. If you've ever experienced a moment where like, the embarrassment was so acute or your kid had to go without because you didn't have, there are those moments in life where it's like, never again. It's that clear. The pain is so bad that you find a freaking way to never go back to it. The problem is that your numbing technique the cigarettes, the drugs, the alcohol, the porn, the gossip, the social media, the whatever you're using, that thing is keeping you from feeling how painful it actually is. And not only is this thing keeping you from feeling how painful it is, but it's also killing all of the energy, all of the momentum, it's messing with you psychologically because there's a really solid chance that whatever you use to numb also gives you some shame. So you got a nice little shame spiral on top of everything else, on top of the fact that you're hungover, on top of the fact that you're sluggish, on top of the fact that you made these choices that hurt your spirit, that hurt your body, that hurt your energy. Like you're screwing yourself on every level. Because society teaches us that we should not go through anything painful. Life kicked the crap out of us when we weren't expecting it. So we're like, okay, well, life's going to be hard. So I'm going to control the pain that I can control. No, man. 
Walk through it. Feel the parts of it you need to feel so you understand what is broken about your life. It is impossible for you to move closer to the vision you have of who you could be if you are currently numbing who you are. Why do you think that you're magically going to be a different person five years from now? Let me, let me just like real quick. Future you cannot do anything bigger or better than current you can. So why do you assume that the future version of yourself is going to have skills and tools and resources that you are not currently working to acquire? The future version of you can only be a better version of you if who you are now is working on your shit. Period. That's the only way. There is no fairy godmother coming to save you. There is no magic whatever. I don't know what's going to happen with AI. Maybe robots are going to take over the world. I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I know for a fact that you listening to this right now, watching this right now on YouTube, you right now, you're only getting better if you start working on it. That's, that's it. I want you to imagine it like this. I want you to imagine that you're on a path. You're at the starting line and in the distance, let's say a mile away, in the distance is the finish line. This is your dream life. Obviously, it's a lot longer than a mile. It's a lifelong pursuit, blah, blah, blah. Just go with me. In the distance is the life that you can see, the person you know in your heart you're called to be. You're here at the start and off in the distance at the finish line is this vision. And let's imagine that it's a straight path, that you can see it really clearly. And there might be hills and slight curves, but you've got a very clear idea of where you're headed. To get from where you are to where you want to go, all you have to do is keep taking steps in that direction. That's it. That's it. An inch, a mile, a hop, a skip, a jump, it doesn't matter how you move forward, it just matters that you do. It doesn't matter if you get set back, it doesn't matter if you fall down. All that matters is that you will eventually get to that finish line if you keep moving in the right direction. Now, I want you to imagine that every time you numb or distract or reach for something else, or avoid feeling pain, or disassociate from your current life, I want you to imagine that it's like that game shoots and ladders. You just fell down a chute, okay? You just went off in a different direction. You were headed over here, and you went off to the right. Now, that's not a problem, because we all have those moments in life. We all you know, get distracted. We all take a detour and you can still see the path because you're not that far away. You could jump right back on the path and keep moving in the direction. What happens to most people though is that they see that distraction and they liked the way it felt. It's way easier to have a drink. It's way easier to numb. It's way easier to do the things that are close at hand. So they experience that distraction, shoots and ladders, takes them off over here. Also, if you're not watching on YouTube, you're missing a hell of a puppet show I'm doing with my hands. 
uh, takes them off over here. And instead of getting back on the path, they're feeling discouraged, they're feeling shame. So they distract again, they distract again. And every single time they reach for the distraction or the numbing or the coping mechanism, I want you to imagine that it's another shoot. It's another shoot, it's another shoot. It keeps taking them further and further and further and further from the path that they set out on. I feel like if we could just see that for what it was, it would be upsetting enough. But most of us don't see it for what it is. Most of us are on a path of distraction and don't realize that it's a path of destruction. Most of us are so far off the actual path that will get us where we want to go, but we've kept the same goal in mind. So we don't understand that we're nowhere near where we want to be and we're nowhere closer to who we want to be. We are way far off the path, but we've developed this beautiful coping mechanism that any time that truth starts to bubble up in us, well, we can just have another drink. We can just have a cigarette. We can just binge eat. We can just reach for the pot. We can just do all of these things that will help us forget that we are not where we're supposed to be and will help us to shove down the anxiety, the, the feelings, the anger, the depression, the sadness, it will help us shove all of those unwanted feelings down deep inside of ourselves so that our intuition, which is now manifesting in our physical body, trying to scream at us that we are not on the right path, well, we'll just have some more vodka and we'll ignore that that's what's actually going on. It's so scary because if you've got a vivid imagination, the goal can remain the same. You can have a really clear idea of where you're headed and not understand that you've gotten so far off the path that you have no chance of ever getting there. It's why I love the word alignment. Alignment, coming back into alignment because there's no confusion about what the future version of you would do. Think about it for a second. If you're really clear on who you want to become, whatever that looks like to you, and you ask yourself, the version of me, let's say 10 years from now, 50-year-old Rach, okay? I'm 50 years old and I have a very clear idea of who she is. She's fantastic. 50-year-old version of me, what would she do in this moment? What would she do? I always know the answer because the future version of myself, she's stronger. She's better. She's more empathetic. She takes better care of herself. She's kind to, uh, like, I, I know all of the things she would do. So I immediately have an answer about how she would respond to anything. 50-year-old version of me would tell me not to worry. 50-year-old version of me would be like, do this, this, and this. These three things don't matter. 50-year-old version of me would be like, go play with Noah because in 10 years, she's going to be 16 and you're going to wish that she wanted to play Candyland, right? Like 50-year-old version of me, whatever age you're going to be in 10 years, that version of you knows the answer. 
The problem is that current me is like, yeah, but I don't want to play Candyland. I'm tired. I worked all day. This version of me is like, well, I'd like to go have a cocktail when I'm done shooting because I've been doing this all day. I worked really hard. It's freaking hot in this room. Like, I want to go do these things that are going to make me feel better in the moment, but not get me any closer to the person that I want to be. If you ask yourself, it's very clear. That's why I was saying we want to make it as easy as possible to know what to do next. If you think a decade from now, I'm going to be the healthiest I've ever been. And then tomorrow morning, you're like, oh, I don't know. Should I go to the gym? And you're like, well, would 10 years from now, would that per Yeah, hell yeah. Zero excuses. They're going to the gym. It's this or that. It's yes or no. It's black or white. It's so clear. And at least for me, that attitude helps me to find energy. It helps me to find momentum. It's why I don't love when people are like, oh, how do I get motivated? How do I get motivated? I'm like, freaking A, man. Motivation leaves. Momentum is something you can stay inside of. Okay, the next truth here is that we have to make decisions that are associated with long-term and lasting change as opposed to short-term comfort. I'm not saying that you need to like remove every joy from your life and be really hard on yourself and be really strict. That's not what this is about. It's simply asking yourself to make better, clearer decisions based on who you want to become, not who you currently are. And we don't realize that we already do this. We don't realize that every single day we are making decisions, we are making choices, we are showing up in our lives based on who we are, what we think we are worth, what we think we deserve, and what we think we can have in the future. The decisions you are making in the present are affecting the direction that you are moving in. So are you making decisions assuming that you're going to be the same person? Or are you making decisions going, no, 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 no. I know where I want to go. And this is what she would do. And this is how she would show up. And so I have to do this thing. I have to stay on this path because this is what she does. This is how he exists in the world. I remember when... I got into personal development. I didn't even know that's what I was doing. I was experiencing really debilitating anxiety, which I now think in a lot of ways was my intuition manifesting in my body. I think my intuition had been screaming at me for years and I was ignoring it. And so it started to manifest in this constant anxiety. And because I didn't understand what was happening and I didn't know what I was feeling, I treated my anxiety with alcohol. I would drink every night. I wrote about this in um, Girl, Wash Your Face, but I would drink every night because the anxiety I felt like was making me a bad mom. And I thought, well, if I could just have some wine, then I'll be like fun and I won't raise my voice and I won't yell at anybody and um, my anxiety will calm down. And the problem was that I needed more and more alcohol to cope. The problem was that I was waking up every single morning of my life with a hangover. 
the problem that I didn't understand and that many of you don't understand and maybe need to hear me say right now is that alcohol is a depressant. Look it up. Alcohol is a depressant. Alcohol is only going to make you feel lower. Maybe not in that moment. Maybe not when you have it. But if you are consistently using alcohol as a numbing agent, I promise you it is what is adding to your depression. But I didn't know that then. And I kept on with what I was doing. And it finally got so bad that I knew I needed to make a change. And it's really what led me to personal development. I started to read books and I started to watch YouTube videos and listen to podcasts. And I got into this world because I was looking for a solution to a problem in my life. But I was only ever able to find solutions for that problem when I allowed myself to feel the discomfort of how I was feeling. I stopped using alcohol to cope and then I had to just feel it. And if you've ever had anxiety attacks, debilitating anxiety the way I was having it, that's, it's horrific. It's horrible. I did not want to feel that way. So if I wasn't going to use alcohol and I didn't want to go on medication, I had to find something. And so I started trying everything. It's how I started running because I was trying to learn how to lower my cortisol levels. And I had to give up caffeine for a while, which was terrible because I was trying to not feel so jittery. And I had to take all of these steps to get the help that I needed. But those steps, in the same way that the areas of tension in your life have ripple effects, so too do the choices you make to fix those areas of tension. Because this little thing of like trying to find natural ways to deal with my anxiety on so many levels led to the life I have today. Let on like I can see it like dominoes falling down in a stack. Like I was just trying to find books on how to deal with anxiety. And now fast forward a decade later, I have this podcast. I've written these books. I speak on stages. I do all of the things I never would have believed that that was the first domino to fall in the woman I would become. I was focusing on how to fix one small piece of my life. And that one small thing spread like wildfire. The last thing I want to talk about on this particular subject is one of my favorites. And I know one of your guys's too, is how does manifesting play into this? How are we manifesting the future version of ourselves? One of my favorite sayings, I'm just going to keep quoting forever, is from Dr. Wayne Dyer. And he says, we don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. And if you watch videos or read books on the power of manifestation, one of the things you'll hear over and over is to act as if. Act as if you already are that person. 
Act as if you already are the healthiest version of yourself. Act as if you have the dream job. Act as if, because that is the vibrational level that brings more energy, more enthusiasm, that helps you to see, like I said at the beginning, those connections, those synchronicities. That's the thing that helps to call it into your life. I was meant to go see Esther Hicks a couple of months ago. If you know, you know that I was meant to go see Esther Hicks. And she is a very famous teacher when it comes to law of attraction and manifestation. And her talks are essentially hours of her just speaking with individual members of the audience. And a lot of people want to ask her questions about manifesting. I was meant to go couldn't go. So I ended up gifting the tickets to one of my girlfriends and her sister. And afterwards I was like, oh my gosh, Mandy, how was it? Tell me everything I need to know. She was like, yeah, it was pretty funny. Esther doesn't fuck around. Like she's not gonna let people get away with anything. And I was like, ooh, she said, she doesn't pull any punches. She keeps it very real. She says, you know, and so I was like, oh my gosh, tell me everything. What do you mean? Like, how does she do that? And Mandy's like, well, almost every person would get up to ask her about how to call something into their lives or how they could become a better version of themselves or how they could bring their dream partner, whatever. And they would start the conversation by saying, everything's so good, but so basically what they were about to say was like, well, everything in my life is good. I'm, I'm really blessed, but I would really like to have a thousand more dollars or everything's really great, but I want my business to be da da da. Everything's really great, but I want my dream partner. And Mandy said that like every person would try and find a different way to basically say, man, I'm really blessed, but I'm wanting more. And as soon as people got to their version of but, she said Esther was like, no, absolutely not. She said that Esther Abraham, again, if you know, you know, was like, wait, wait, stop. If everything is great, then why do you need to attract more? And they'd be like, yeah, well, but I want da, 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 or but I want to, no, I just want to know how to bring it. And she's like, wait, go backwards. If everything is so great, then why do you need more of anything? If everything is so wonderful, then shouldn't that be enough? The point is that nobody was actually looking at their lives as enough. Nobody actually thought things were good. There's this, there's this disconnection with people of either everything is crap and I got to make it better. Or, no, no, I'm very blessed and everything's good. I just want to make these changes. And those two things aren't aligned. Because if everything is great, sit in that. And I know, like, then the follow-up question is, well, wait, wait, wait. If my life... If I can see my life as good and good enough, then why would I even pursue something better? Because you love yourself enough to want to expand. You love yourself enough and believe in yourself enough to want to evolve. But we don't attract what we want, we attract what we are. And the future version of you 
also doesn't pull any punches. They don't lie about what's really going on. The best version of you knows the areas of their life that they need to work on stuff. They know the areas of life where there can be some improvement. They know that they are blessed. They know that they are worthy, but they're ever evolving. So either you have enough and you're filled with goodness and filled with light, and therefore you probably didn't even need to listen to this podcast because you're just going to keep bringing more of that into who you are and become a bigger, more beautiful version of that in your future, or you're real about the areas and the pieces where you're not showing up as your true self, where you're not showing up as your higher self, where you're not stepping in the direction of who you know you are called to be. You're honest about that and you're doing the work to fix it and you're realigning with that vision you have of the future. And every freaking day you're waking up and you're like, this is where we're going. This is where we're going. This is where we're going. And if you have, if you accidentally fall down the chute, And you end up over here, you're like, whoops, human moment. Let me just get right back on the path because this is what we do. We're just getting right back on the path. You're being real. You're taking one step. You're moving an inch at a time. You're getting closer and closer and closer. But let me tell you once again the same thing I said at the top of this conversation. If you know who you are meant to become, you're never confused about the next step for how to get there even if it's a little thing. We only get confused. There's only ambiguity when there are too many choices because we really don't have clarity on what we are doing. So my hope in this conversation today is just some sparks, some ideas, some something, even one thing that makes you go, yeah, okay, I'm doing this this one area. I'm doing, I'm, I'm zoning out over here. I'm not showing up the way I want to be over here. I'm distracting or numbing over here. You might not feel like you have the ability to make change, but the future version of you, they already did make that change. If you know that that version of you can exist, then they've already made every decision, every change, everything that you need to do, they already did it. So just keep coming back to that idea and keep making choices based on where you're going, not where you are. I think there's a solid chance I still was a little bit all over the place on that one, guys, but I hope there's something in there that helped you. I really felt excited and passionate about it. So I believe that someone out there got something out of it too. So thanks for hanging out. If something I said in this episode was helpful to you, will you share it with a friend? Let's super appreciate if you got the word out about the show. I am on tour this summer. Don't forget, check out show notes so you can see which cities I am coming to. I will be back with more conversation soon. And remember, always, I love you. And I'm rooting for you. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble.
It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas, Register today at thisisils.org.